0: You are here to create your life, not to become what your parents wanted, what your friends think, what your partner thinks, what your children think, what your boss thinks. We are so, we spend, most of us spend so much time being conditioned to how everybody is telling us to be that, as I love to say, you have been trained for every single role in your life, except the most important role of all which is how to be yourself. What I want most for women everywhere is to stop playing small and step into your unique power so you can finally show up as the fullest, biggest, and truest version of you. But that requires that you first get crystal clear about who you are and then let go of everything that you're not. I'm here to teach you how to know yourself, trust yourself, and honor yourself so you can create a deeply aligned, deeply empowered, and deeply inspiring life. You know, the one you were actually sent here to have. Come on, let me show you how. So lately, I have found myself in this place where, I don't know, randomly, I get these little tugs and pulls to start, like, lightening my life up. And I mean that in terms of, like, physically and things that I have and stuff in my house. And it makes Raquel very happy to hear that because she is the queen of, as much as she would disagree, she's the queen of getting rid of things and no clutter. Um, Whereas I am deeply connected to my emotions and love memories of things and places and looking at things that just evoke memories from the past and make me feel like in good ways. So, you know, of course, my background is interior design. I've been an interior designer and run a design studio for the last 10 years. So my house is relatively done, but there are just a lot of mementos and different things. So, anyway some kind of way in my soul lately, I have been getting this like, pull, I've been hearing this like voice of like, God just kind of telling me to lighten up go through things. So I was actually cleaning out underneath my cabinet sink. And you know, especially as a natural girl, you've got a million products. And they're like things you tried that you don't hate, but might kind of work. And well, maybe I could use it for this time. Or maybe it might work with this style that I didn't try. So I was just up there like telling myself, take it no, like if you didn't love it, don't use stuff that only works with one specific style, get rid of all this shit. So anyway, I'm up there listening to a snapped podcast and cleaning stuff out. But it kind of occurred to me, one of the things that's coming up often are how I'm going through this process. And whether it's, you know, hair products is one thing, but also just books and clothes, and even things outside the home, my wider life is really checking in with you know, do these things represent who I say I want to be. And of course, I say that a lot, because it really is a core belief of mine. It's how I move through the world. And that's why I think values and just really being in touch with yourself is, and not I think, but I know is so incredibly important, because you have to have a way and a framework to sift through the data in your life. If you don't, it's just going to be a bunch of shit thrown in a basket, or it's just going to be a bunch of shit thrown in a garbage bag, and you're walking around living that life. And so I wanted to share that question with you guys, because it's just something to think about and to remember always that you are here to create your life, not to become what your parents wanted, what your friends think, what your partner thinks, what your children think, what your boss thinks. We are so we spend most of us spend so much time being conditioned to how everybody is telling us to be that as I love to say, you have been trained for every single role in your life, except the most important role of all, which is how to be yourself. And so, especially for those of us who are adults now, anywhere from 25 to 50s and 60s, and you know, the time is now, you know, we are moving through life with really kind of crazy confidence that we're going to wake up and be here tomorrow. And you don't know that. And so whatever time you have left, it is like, you know, how, how do I want to intentionally shape who I am and how I'm showing up? Like, do these things really represent who I am? Does this represent who I want to be? And I think we tend to get caught in this thing of like, Well, I'm dreaming of that, but that's not really who I am or that's not realistic or that's not possible. And those are the places where I think you have to really start unpacking, pulling your beliefs out of the trash bag. And I say out of the trash bag because a lot of them are trash. Um, You're pulling your beliefs out of the trash bag to figure out what belongs to you. What are you settling for? Because you have like a fundamental belief system that is telling you that your dreams and desires aren't possible and what really belongs to you and you know every friendship every tv show every vacation the clothes everything it all matters and i think we are so conditioned to like you know only the big things matter but i love to say on in my instagram posts like don't get it twisted the big things are actually the little things and if you're so busy focused on you know this retirement or 401k or paying off your debt, you know, for me, for instance, like being debt free is really, that's not like huge value of mine. It's great if it happens. But because years ago, and there's a post that I long post that I wrote about this on Instagram, because I have already kind of reframed my debt. And I shared the number, I think it was like 260,000. At that time, $260,000 in debt. But for me, it's not a source of shame. It's also like, yeah, that's not money that I just went and spent on clothes and like getting my hair done. I have an education from a world class college. I own a home. I've had a car. I have, you know, done, and really the majority of my debt is actually education and my house. And so it's like, what do I look like walking around shameful that I have debt? Like, it just doesn't align for me at all. So, You know, you probably won't find me in some debt relief course or anything because it's just not. You know, I mean, it's. I'm so neutral around that. It's just kind of neither here nor there. But because I'm clear about my beliefs, then that helps me to, you know, kind of get clear about how I want to spend my time, how I want to invest my time, and you know, those are the kind of things where you know, if you're not careful, and again, there's no. If paying off your debt is your thing and having no debt makes you feel empowered and makes you feel like you're alignment and following the deepest calling of your soul by all means do that but i'm very clear that for me there is no additional value and so this is one of those things where you have to be clear about who you are and what's important to you because if not and you're in a group of people who are doing um what's old boy's name um uh i can see his face dave ramsey and they're all doing dave ramsey's program You're kind of, you end up being the sheep that falls in line because everybody else is doing it. Yeah, but that's really a waste of time for you. You could spend your time, I don't know, pursuing your other passions, knitting or building your business or being with your kids or, you know, planning your overseas move, whatever it is. And so just being here and kind of sorting through a lot of my things. I've also been, as I've said before, like getting rid of a lot of clothes and fabrics, extra fabrics and things that I had from design. And as I'm doing that, there's just constantly like a question in my soul or like a knowing that I am doing all of this to deeper align with who I am now. And we do not come here to be just one person. And that is, you know, I was working with a client and that was something I think that she was kind of struggling with of like having so many interests, but then not wanting to appear wishy-washy. And it's like, you know, we have to be really careful about whose applause we are seeking and whose standard of measurement that we're living by. Because when you're deeply conditioned and deeply socialized to how the quote unquote, regular world does things, people will make you think that there's some value in being generically stable, And yes, there is value to being stable. But my thing is, we have to unpack what that means and looks like for you. What that looks like for Raquel. I mean, she and I were just laughing about this on the phone the other day. Like, I would never, ever want her life, and she would never, ever want mine. And she was like, It's so funny how we like think each other's lives is like so exhausting and we would never want to be in it. And it's like, Yeah, but each of us are stable in our own way. Like, her stability is not the stability I would want, my stability is not at all the stability that she would want or even she doesn't even see it as stability. So and nobody is right or wrong. It's just understanding that we are operating by two different systems. And people will make you think that staying in one job all your life is really valuable. I mean, it depends on what your goals are. You know, I mean, if you want to, if your value is community, and it's really important to you to buy a house and live in one place all your life and know your neighbors, and you want the kids to come home and take over the house that they used to live in, then then yeah, all of that makes sense. But if you're a daka and you have an insatiable appetite for all the things, and you, you know, wanted to do hair, and then you wanted to do real estate, and then you did interior design, and then you started getting into esoteric things, and you had to go through learning to heal and process and deal with an autoimmune disease, and then continuing to expand, and expand and expand, and then wanting to live overseas, my choices are going to look different than yours. And I talk about it because, or I talk about it all the time, because it's really like the primary foundation of what I'm doing in business, which is really teaching you how to be yourself. And that's where the sovereignty comes in. Once you are really clear about who you are, you can step in and own that fully and boldly. But you cannot do that if you don't know who you are, what you're working with, and what you're doing. And I challenge, you know, my job is to provoke you, it is to, you know, especially in coaching to ask questions. It's also something that I do in my friendships. And again, not in an adversarial way. But to me, there is an intimacy in that, always calling somebody up to be who they are. And just in a like, Oh, well, you said this, is this really kind of an alignment? Or, you know, just having deep unpacking conversations. I love, love, love that. And so there is a thoughtfulness that comes with knowing yourself. And I think we are so often and too quickly proclaiming that we really know, but it's like, are you really connected to the soul you or the socialized you? Because those are two different people. And, you know, we start living in the conditioning for so long, that then we totally cut off and disconnect from the things that we really want, because we start settling for what we really think is reachable, what's possible. So, you know, This is is your reminder that is all we are here to do just in general in life is to be reminded of who we are. So this is your reminder from Deka, you know, to constantly be taking inventory of your life and to remember that you are here to create who you want to be. You can be or do anything, but you are going to have to let go of the stories of what that looks like you are going to have to let go of the how and control. I think that's one of the, and I'm totally, I have totally been a victim to it or totally fallen in this hole. So this is me also talking to myself as I talk to you or reminding myself, as I also remind you, like this whole of controlling the how, and there's so much control that goes into all of that. And I think a lot of that just comes from this masculine energy, this hyper masculine energy that we have picked up over the decades of being in the workforce. And since women, you know, decades ago, since women started reentering, or our mother started reentering the workforce, which is trying to follow their lead to be in your feminine. And again, it's such a wider conversation being in your feminine looks like so many different things. It is individually actualized for each of us, how I do it, how Raquel does it, how one of my clients does it or any of my friends, it's all gonna show up differently, but it's more about getting to that sweet spot in your soul where you just feel like a, yes, Mm. yes, this is it. This right here, this feels like me. And that is the feeling that I am always looking for, that alignment in my soul where that piece, that puzzle piece just pops into place and it's like, yes, this is who I am. That might be something as simple as me laying down on the couch watching a foreign movie, which I did last night, something on Netflix that I thought was very good. But watching something, some foreign subtitled movie, or it might be a meal, or it might be being a place. But when we are so focused on how we are going to get to our dream or to the desires, I mean, that becomes part of the problem. You don't know, and that's why I'm always bringing up the theology, because it's not you know, God is like, bitch, get out of my business. Get out of my business. It is my business to get you there. It's in you creating yourself. It's your business to decide who you want to be and how you want to show up. And speaking as God, God's like, and it's my business to take you on this wonderful, amazing path filled with highs and lows. There are going to be surprises around every corner. There's going to be some heartbreaks. There's going to be some deep heartbreaks. But in those things, that's also, you know, we only know joy and pleasure and radiance by having experienced things that aren't so good. So again, we are here to do it all. There is no do and experience at all. There is no quote unquote, right path you can take that is going to keep you from death and destruction and heartbreak. It is coming for every single person in a human body, period. So with that being said, it's like, You can't mitigate the downsides. Stop trying to like, you know, I don't know if it's Monopoly or what board game that is, but it's like, well, I guess chess and checkers, it would be like trying to play chess and checkers or playing, I guess it would more so be chess with like, how can I do this so I can, you know, in certain ways kind of experience life the least. I want the deep love, the deep passion, the deep devotion, the bomb sex, the radiance and luminosity and light but I don't want to deal with any of the other stuff on this side. Uh, Yeah, that's not going to happen. You don't get what any of the rest of us don't get. We all are here to experience the full breadth and width and depth of human emotion. So it is, you know, and so once you know that and you accept, you know, again, for me, like, did did I at least consciously, I'm sure on some level, my soul chose, and again, this is also a whole nother thing, but for me, you know, I do feel like my soul chose to experience different things and probably didn't know exactly what it was going to be, but definitely chose to experience certain things. And so as I always say, like, I didn't choose to have vitiligo, and yet it was here. And so for me, it became, okay, now who do I want to become in the face of this? Okay, now what do I want to do now that this thing is on my doorstep? You know, I definitely believe in feeling all the emotions and giving myself room to cry and be sad. I'm a, you know, human design projector and I'm an emotional projector so I definitely operate on that emotional wave for sure but then there is a point and I think it's one of the great things about me of like okay then there comes a point in time where I need to switch into how can I be empowered I just don't want to lay in the valley for the rest of my life being sad like you don't get to go there's no store you can go to and pick another skin this is what the fuck you got so how do you still show up in the midst of this and even more so how do you allow this to bloom you and unfold you even more and so kind of bringing this all the way back cuz i'm totally coming off the top of my head every you know every interaction you're having with life is an opportunity for you to create who you want to be and you know be mindful that you're not spending so much time in mindlessness things and checking out That you look up or you look back and you feel like you have totally missed your entire life because you've been fucking around with shit that doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Or just unconsciously picking things. And, you know, as I said, the little things are the big things for me. I don't know why I'm being told to like lighten up and to clean things out and to get rid of stuff, but I've definitely kind of been hearing this refrain over the last few months there's not i don't feel pressured around it it doesn't feel like i need to do it all right now but it definitely did feel like okay let me get up start cleaning out get rid of products clean out the and my guest bathroom i have another whole closet that's like full of products and some of it's my sister's when she comes and towels and all kinds of things and it's like yeah you need to go through all of this and just streamline it and it's less about me cleaning up and more about me being in alignment with who i am now and the data that i am creating and so you know, as you go through your day, the rest of your week, whenever you're listening to this, definitely ask yourself that question all the time. Like, who am I being? Whatever choice that you're making in this moment, what choice does that say about you? And more importantly, does this choice align with who you say you are and who you say you want to be? A lot of times, I'd say there's a difference between who we say we are and who we want to be. I think we're so busy kind of trying to prove with the cars and the titles and the salaries and the I've been to these countries and I've done this and that and my thing in intimate conversation is like I don't give a fuck about that. Like I want to know who you are at your soul. What is your life about? What do you believe and not just out of your mouth as I always say. I want to look at your life and see the fruit of your labor. Don't tell me you believe in charity and you never give to anybody. Don't tell me you believe in generosity and you pass homeless people on the street and you never give anything. You know, for me, it's important to, and it, it's just been something that's happened in the last, I don't know, probably like since December, November, but like to take cash out whether I'm at the grocery store and it's like $20, but just to have some cash to share with. People, when they ask for it, it's less about the amount and more about the intention. And it's kind of shifted because a friend of mine shared a story about in high school how they had to do an experiment in San Francisco and be out on the street for the weekend. And he just talked about it gave him a completely different empathy for things you don't think about, like having to use the bathroom or where you're going to get water and different stuff. So, anyway, that has shifted my mind. And because I know generosity and being available to be a physical representation of God for other people is super, super, super important to me. You know, I try to make sure I have something, even if that's $3. I went to the store the other day, there was somebody sitting out there, I didn't, I had a couple of dollars to give him. And then I just ended up asking him, hey, are you hungry? You know, do you want me to get you something to eat? And he was like, no, I've got some chicken, you know, but I would like some water, I need to take some pills. And I was like, okay. And so I was in the store a long time, but I ended up getting him two big things of water, which I don't know if that really made sense because he was on foot. But like I told him, you know, if you can't handle this, it's like, I'm not offended if you throw it away or, you know, leave it on the ground or whatever. And I share that story. This is going to kind of jump to something else really quickly. But I shared that story for two reasons. One, because it's a tangible example of me looking for opportunities to be who I say I am. I could have just ignored that man and went on about my business. Nobody would know nobody would know. But you know, for me, I'm like, I always say I serve God, I work for God, like I have a very strong spiritual connection. And so for me, it just I am out of alignment, and I'm out of integrity, it would be a thing for me. But the number two reason is, and this is something I'll probably get into in another episode, is that I think it's really important for I think there's a way to talk about your giving and your generosity that's really exploitative. Um, And that's not exploitative did i pronounce that correctly exploitive exploit maybe it's exploitive anyway you understand what i'm saying um and it's not to be exploit Mm -hmm. it's not to be that um but i think sometimes it's important for expanders and i talk about this even with maya elias a lot to like be able to see people doing the thing and that's then what lights the pilot light, it lights the spark in you to be like, oh, you know what, again, soul alignment, you feel that buzzing inside, you feel that dinging, you feel that puzzle piece click into place where you're like, you know what, I want to be that person too. Like, yeah, I believe in that too. That's the kind of thing that I want to do. And so it is something that I will be sharing more because, I don't know, for some, some of you will hear it and it will spark a bell or a flame inside and it will remind you of who you are and others of you will hear it and it won't mean anything. And back to the how, in terms of being who we say we want to be and getting out of the how, how that happens and who it happens to is not my fucking business. I'm just here to share, you know, what I feel led and called to share what I feel my spirit and my soul is telling me to do. And, you know, how you guys receive it and interpret it and integrate it is 100% on you. So Again, just remember that you're not here to step into any role except the role of being yourself. And just because of the way that we live in our lives and the way we're socialized, that is not gonna happen by default. You have to get radically, passionately intentional about challenging yourself, creating the narrative that supports who you wanna be. I mean, if you are saying you wanna be X type of woman or person, And yet you have all of these subconscious beliefs that are in direct opposition to that, you know, like you want a certain type of partnership, a certain type of love, but deep down, you don't really feel you're worthy deep down, you don't really feel like it'll happen deep down, you feel like you're ugly, or fat or whatever, all the millions of mean fucked up things we say to ourselves, if that's the core belief that you're holding, then it's never going to happen for you outside out, like I'm kind of doing my hand in front, like it's never going to manifest visually, until you are in energetic alignment with your body. And so again, you create as you believe you create also as you speak. But yeah, just make sure you are thinking about that. We're still early in the new year, but I'm going to be dropping it on you multiple times. Think about Who you want to become? You literally can paint. I don't care if you're 45. I don't care if you're 55. I don't care if you're 62. If you're 27 with three kids and a single mom, you can still tell a different story at any point in time. You can still decide to become something different, someone new, to step into alignment with who you want to be. Now, I am not saying that's going to happen tomorrow. I am not saying it is going to be quote unquote easy. I am not saying that you won't get pushback. But what I am saying is your sole responsibility is to be who you were sent here to be, which is 100% yourself. And if you are showing up as anybody less than that, you're out of order, period. That's just it. So anyway, I hope you guys have a fabulous week. And thanks for listening. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast. If you haven't already, please leave a five star review. I should say if you love it and it's been helpful, definitely leave a five star review. And you know, if you want to write some flowing, amazing things, that would be great as well. And I would certainly appreciate it. So anyway, see you guys soon.